thank you for this day that you have made. And we will rejoice in it and be glad. We thank you for this opportunity that you allow us to come and share together in your word, God. We thank you for what you have done in this service, God. How you pour out your spirit, you touched hearts, you delivered, and you set free, God. You opened doors and you made ways, God. In the midst of us, God, we thank you for your presence, God. We're grateful that you came down to visit with us, God. You speak to us, God, and that you let us know the errors of our ways in God. You could cut us off, God, but you, you're, because of your unfailing love, and your mercy and your grace that you extend to us each and every day, God. It, it, the very breath that we breathe is yours, God. And for that, we give you thanks. And for that, we are grateful for God. We are grateful for all that you do. You watch yes. over us. You protect us. Yes, you sickness and disease rebuke from our body, God. And it's only because of you, God. When you came down from your throne and you died for us, that we may have a right to eternal life, God. Help us to understand. Help us to accept. And help us, and help us to go forth in that right. Uh, yes, to search and find the truth that lies in you. Yes, Thank you so much for each man and each woman that she yes, God. Each child, God, we ask that you bless them. That this word be nourishment to their bodies and to their soul today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 First Sunday of the new year, and that's where we want to continue. That's it. We want to continue to do this, no matter who here. That's right. Continue. Every day is a new day. It's a new day, a new chance. That's it. Thank the Lord for it. Thank God for all of y'all. Thank for your prayers. Thank you for just being for the love that you show towards one another. Yeah. Thank God for this church, for the apostles. And thank God for the three revivals that we have. Because sometimes we don't see evidence of it until after it's gone. That's it, that's it. And that's proof that somebody heard the word. That's it. Somebody took heed to that word. That's it. And we are grateful for it. Thank God for what he's doing in my life and what he's going to do. Yes. Thank God what he's going to do in the church. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank God what he's doing in the church and what he's going to do. Thank God for the doors that he opened, the hearts that he's touching, and the way and favor that he's given us as a church. Not as individuals, but as a church. As a church, yes. That's what, that's what this new year should be about. Us going forth as a church, not as individuals. That's right. Going forth as a church. As a church, mm -hmm. that's it. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That we become one in Christ as a church. And then we can see God do some things. Yes. It's time for us to get it. Stop. Stay inside the walls. It's time for us to get outside the walls. Because that's why the gospel is effective. It, it only affect us in here, but if we don't ever go outside the wall, it never affect those out there. They have no effect to them. So it's time for us as a church to get outside the walls and show the love of Christ. We don't have to tell nobody to stop doing nothing, just show them the love of Christ. We don't have to preach. 
to them that they what they doing is wrong. They know that everybody out there that's doing what they doing, they know if it ain't if it's right or wrong. Yes, it is. I you know that's the truth. You showed up. You you know when you doing wrong. They do too. God equipped them with the same sense. So we don't need to be focused on what they doing wrong. No, we don't. We need to focus on what God, what Jesus Christ died for. Come on, that's it. You see, God died. Jesus died for the wrong they doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He died for them. Yes. So the wrong they get do, they doing can be fixed. Amen. But we got to be a willing instrument for Christ and let Him allow Him to work through us yes. into the life. Let let His love and what He has done for us overflow into their lives. Amen. Let's go to the Word of God today. Yes, God. I want to kind of get it back on the word we heard last week. <laughs> Let's stuck with me, y'all. And when I was sitting there listening to a preaching, and uh, I thought about some things, and when I got home, I meditated and I pretty much had pulled out. God gave me a word sitting here in church. Mm -hmm. Then I got home and I started just kind of trying to see what direction God was going to lead me for a word for today. Yeah, that was powerful last week. And so I, I had something in mind that would have been very helpful, very good message for the start of the year. And then when I opened my daily devotion, uh, New Year's Day, no, Wednesday, the word God gave me here was in my devotion. So I knew then that this was the, this is why I need, this is the way I needed to go. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. But one thing that was, what was said last week was how the young lady, this sinful lady, how she Never stop continuing to weep at Jesus' feet. Come on. She, she tapped into something when she did that. Something that the Pharisees, Come on Pharisees couldn't tap into. That because they was church goers, Come on. tied pails, and, and hold position in the church, they failed to lack one thing. To sit at the feet of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That is. And it's all at his feet. That's it. It's all at everything we're going to ever be. We got to get it from the feet of Jesus. From the feet. If you want to grow in Christ, it's all about. That's why in the uh, <coughs> experience of God, it stresses about our relationship with God. It's in the relationship. Mm -hmm. You can't know no one if you don't have a relationship. All you can go by off what somebody tells you. Mm -hmm. And people can get it wrong. Mm -hmm. And people can have you messed up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you need to get there for yourself. Amen. And find out for yourself. Amen. What's his life? Mm -hmm. And we saw today some of that. Come on. <laughs> and she laid there, and, and she laid there and weeped and weeped and weeped. That's I, I kind of imagine that sinful woman that was Come at the feet on. of Jesus. Yes. How she bowed down and she that's it. And she that is yes. From, from crying and wiping Jesus' feet with her hair. 
Oh God, That's she it. wasn't ashamed to share herself with the Lord. Yes. To give herself to the Lord, a part of herself to the Lord. That's mm -hmm. it. And as I, I listened to the cry and the, and the tears and the cry and the tears, I, I kind of thought about that, that sinful lady. Because when, when you got, when God forgive you of much, you got something to be excited about. That's it. Because only you know what God delivered you from. Yes, that's that's right. it. That's only it. you know what God has that's brought right. you from. Amen. And only you know yes. what God has set you free. Amen. And one thing about it, when you get free, it's something that's going to bubble out. It's going to be a reaction. When God set you free, there's going to be a reaction to it. That's not our message today. Unfortunately, and I'm glad y'all tired so y'all can listen to what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Let's go to Luke chapter 10. <laughs> 10 and 38. The shortest story, one of the shortest stories in the Bible. But it's the most powerful one to me. Every time I read it, it's just better and better. Read at 38 to 42, please. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him unto her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, doest thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and trouble about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Mm. Look at that. Mary chose the good, the good part. What was, what was good for her? That's it. Mary chose what was best for her. Yeah, she probably wanted to show Jesus some hospitality, and do some things for Jesus, but she chose she chose what was best. Cause look, this Mary and Martha is the sister of Lazarus, so they done saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. And Mary, it seems that some all through the by all through <coughs> Jesus walk somewhere, Mary pops up. Uh huh. And so Mary knew, and I'm sure as she was. Following Jesus around, she saw that the, the, the impact that it had when the disciple, when Jesus was sitting and the disciple was sitting at his feet, how it was transforming the disciples right before her very eyes. Come on now. And in them days, women, that was a position that a disciple <laughs> did. They sat at the, the feet of Jesus. That's it. That's what that was the posture. posture for them to sit at the feet of it. Jesus while he teaches. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it was back in those days. Not the women, but Jesus was breaking another, another culture 
different. Mm -hmm. That they was doing that. Look, not only can men say that by female women too. Come on now, yes. That's, that's, it. that's what he was just. That's what he was trying to change right there. Why? No, no. Not only women can say. Not only men can say that by female, but women too. Yeah. That's it. And you know those five scribes and Pharisees when they got word of that, they had something to say about yes, it. Yes, it is. Because that was a place only for men in them days. Mm -hmm. The women would place was to serve the that's men. That's it. That's it. But Jesus came to break all those traditions. Yes, he did. And all that stuff that they had built mm -hmm. that was useless mm -hmm. to your spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And Jesus showed them that I, I have no respect. Of, all through his walk, he showed I have no respect of person. Mm -hmm. I, I came here to die for all of them. Mm -hmm. One died for all. Mm -hmm. That all might die. That's yes. it. That's what the Bible said. Amen. And in this story here of Mary and Martha, we we all was married one time at one time. Mm -hmm. When when God saved us, we all was married. Mm -hmm. All of us mm -hmm. was married at one time. We couldn't they couldn't pull us out the altar. Come on now. When we come through that door, the first place we were going, on the altar. That was it. That was it. <coughs> Hear what thus said the Lord. That's it. To, to experience the presence of God. Because we have found something new. Yes, yes. We have been set free. Amen. And we all was married. Yes. But sometimes, somehow, out of God's goodness and his blessings, we all turned to Martha. Oh, God. <laughs> we all have turned to Martha. Because we are busy worrying about all and everything but the right thing. Oh, Jesus. Everything but one thing. And that's it. The cares of this world. We worried about the outfits we wear. See, when we, when we were shopping at Walmart and Kmart, shoot. <coughs> we, we, we could be at church on time. We wallowed all over that floor. Yes, we did. We had some time we had to leave you here. <laughs> Walling. Let's leave somebody here to help you get up when you get through. <laughs> but when we start shopping in the mall at Dillers and Burks and all them, things change. Mm -hmm. And our relationship changed. <clears throat> and that's because God blessed us. God bless him. God didn't bless us to change. Mm -hmm. We all w once was married, but now we all have turned to Martha. Mm. Turned like Martha. Because mm. <coughs> we worry about everything but Christ. Mm. And if God's the head of your life, and he's the God of your life, then you don't have to worry about it. You should have no worries or no cares. Martha here was worried about everything. She was worried about uh, inner, uh, hospitality, and that's a good thing. Jesus come to your house, you want to you lay out the best. You want to show him your best. But Jesus showed her here, Martha, all that that you can do won't compare to what you can sit here at my feet and learn. Mm -hmm. What I can teach you mm -hmm. through my word. That's it. By spending time in God's word, that's why the enemy distracts us so much. Because he don't want you to get in God's word. When we get in our word, God's word, that's just like sitting at his feet. Amen. 
And that's what that's this that's the message that Jesus was trying to get. Mother, all this other stuff don't matter. The only one thing matter is sitting and learning from me. Amen. Tell God thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. I was looking at this and I read this and I said, <laughs> I, I, I read this and I was gonna share it with you. It says, What is the one activity that you know if you do that that what is the one activity that you know if you did superly well and consistently would have significant positive results in your personal life? Listen mm. there, they, they, they repeated the same question with regard to your professional life and your work life. And then asked, if you know these things would Make, if you know these things would make such a significant difference, why are you not doing them? Mm. If you know something will make a significant difference in your life, why are you not doing it? Mm -hmm. That was a good question. Mm -hmm. yes. We know praying and reading our Bible mm -hmm. would make a big difference in our mm -hmm. spiritual walk yeah, with Christ. <clears throat> but yet we don't do it. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. We, we do it when we feel like it. Yes, but we know if we do it on a consistent basis, on, every day right. basis, that it will. We we see difference. We see the difference when we do it. Amen. We experience the difference when we do it. Yes. We even feel better. Things in life go better. We deal with circumstances better. Yes. Challenges that we encounter, we deal with them better. Yes. And we know this, but yet we don't do it. It says, let's direct that question towards your walk with God. <laughs> what is the one activity that what is what is the one activity that you know if you did superly well and consistently would have significant <coughs> positive results in your walk with God? Then this is what he said, then if you Know this would make such a significant difference. Why did you why did you not do it this past week? Mm -hmm. I believe that if one significant activity <coughs> is spending time alone with the Lord in his word and in prayer. I believe that 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 that, that one significant activity is spending time alone with the Lord and in his word. See there? That's one thing that we can do on a daily basis that can change our life and transform not only our life but the lives of people around us. Yes, God. Spending time with the Lord and in His Word, in prayer. These things that we can do, it's nothing restricting us from to doing from doing. But the cares of this life, the life world has has consumed us. The things, the technology, and all the things, and and how God God has richly have blessed us to have plenty, and now they have consumed our time. That we can't, we don't have time to spend time with God. We don't have time to sit down and pray. We don't have time to to when we're in our home. We gotta when we get home. We got the first thing we gotta do is we gotta sit and watch. Catch up on our show that we missed early. 
The first thing we should do when we get home, we should thank God for bringing us back safely to a home. Because that's my prayer every morning before I leave home. Whenever I leave home, God bring me safely back. Because I take nothing for granted. Because death passes. When we driving up and down that road every day, death is passing. That's death passing us. And it's only nothing but the good, the goodness and the grace of God that keeps that car from going to the other side. Not because you're a good driver, because the other person, it don't, you could be a good driver, the other person can run over, cross the line. Yeah. My friend that got killed right here on, um, what's this, 84 going in that got killed over there. The guy that was coming probably was an excellent driver, but my friend, he was a good driver, but he crossed over and they, they, they collided. And everybody died. Jesus, yes. That was a wreck. It happened about four four months ago. Mm -hmm. One night, he was going to take his mom, pick his mom up, take her to Baton Rouge to the doctor, and never made it. So we, prayer and spending time with God, along with God, can help us avoid a lot of things. Yes. God desired to relate to to have that relationship with us where He can forewarn us for things happen. That's it. That's but He it. can't. He's not gonna force it on you. If you That's don't position right. yourself where He can He can He can speak to you, then He's not gonna force it on you. Mm -hmm. yes. And sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening to His word <laughs> is what Mary chose to do mm -hmm. above all else. <clears throat> And though Martha was upset and concerned about many things, but only that one thing that mattered, and Jesus straightened out. Look, only one thing matters, Martha. And that's what I say to the church. Only one thing matters. It's our time and our prayer time alone with God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And all else will, will fall in place when you do that. You don't have things to worry about. You don't have to worry about your kids. You don't have to worry about uh, your finances. You don't have to worry about what, whether your job going to shut out. Or how you going to pay your house. No. You don't have to worry about those things. When you sit at the feet of Jesus. Because he, he, he teaches you all this thing. Here, here's our answer right here. To every question that we have. Here's the answer to it right here. Right in here. And that's why the enemy don't want you in here. But yet we fail to do it. Why is that? Why is that? Jesus, help us today, God. Thank Why is that? When Mary and Martha was uh, with Jesus, when they raised their bro his brother Lazarus from the dead, and they saw Jesus raise him from the dead, and they saw their brother, which they knew was dead, live. Mm -hmm. And and from that film, for they on they Mary. You see Mary. You have, you very here read very little about Martha, but you have, you mostly see Mary somewhere around wherever Jesus was. Uh huh. Yes, you did. Cause sometimes. We can see miracles, and it might not affect everybody the same way. That's it. And if I see somebody raised from the dead, look, <laughs> look, that's, they got me hooked. <laughs> they got me hooked. 
See, one of the best things I ever seen, and I told y'all this one, when Apostle Kidneys had sat down, mm -hmm. and we had to tow her out the house to the car. And she didn't want to go to the hospital. She didn't want to go to the doctor. She wanted to go up to Ella Camels. So they, we called Ella Camels, and this, now this, 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 this is what blew my mind. Instead of the church members going up, that was working, going on their lunch break, they all met at the church. Sure did. All these members, yes. When we got there, the church was full of members. <laughs> they took their lunch break to come there. Yes, they did. So we get her in, and he sets a chair down at the altar, and then he sets a chair in front of her and told us to set her there, and he sat in front of her. He, and he got in, he sat down in front of me, he grabbed her hand. But the first thing he said, if there's any non-believers or doubters in here, we're going to ask you to leave first. He sure did. And I was trying to get up out that seat. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get out of here. But I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I tried to move. I mean, I tried to get out that seat. And they had those uh, theater seats. Uh -huh. And I could not get out of that seat for nothing. See, like my leg just, my, my everything just froze on. And all he said was Jesus. That's all he said. He didn't say our Father. He didn't say dear Jesus. All he said was Jesus. And she hopped up out that chair and took off running around that Church hollering, you know how loud she is. <laughs> <laughs> hollering and screaming and running, and then the church, the church members, they went to jumping and shouting and hollering and screaming. I'm saying, and this this went on for a while, and it seemed like it went on for hours. And when it stopped, all the church members would tell you, "Well, we got to get back to work." <laughs> but it seemed like it went on for hours. Praise the God, seemed like because it smoke filled. I mean, I. Smoke in it. Smoke would fill the room. The room became foggy yes, it from the power of God. Yes, it did. Thank you. And from that day on, my life was transformed because I saw, I knew what how I brought her in there, and then I saw how she left out. Mm -hmm. And only God can do that. What no doctor there? What what no doctor there? What no nurse? Just one word, Jesus. Jesus. That's all I was saying. And the power of God fell in that place. That's it. That's when, that's when we as a church become one, on one accord. This can be a hospital for somebody. That's it. This can be a, a hospital for somebody. Thank you, Lord God. When we as a church come on one accord, when we, come, when we become one, this could be the surgeon, the, the emergency room. This could be the hospital. This could be the clinic. For somebody. But it's up to us. And we got to take the, the first step. It's getting individually going at the feet of Jesus and find our place in the church. And what God desired for us to do, for you to do. And when everybody gets in their place and do what God has aligned in their heart to do, the church going to go forward. Tell God thank you. It said, listen, listen here. How can we, listen to what I've got to say here. How can we get started in sitting at Jesus' feet? 
The first thing they said, first thing he said was, stop blaming others. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> stop blaming the devil. We blame the devil for so yeah, much, man. and it ain't got nothing to do with the devil. Mm -hmm. It's all about us. Stop. Number one, we got what he's saying is we need to come clean and say, Lord, it, I put everything. I put the TV. I put the. I put the TV over you. I put my soap operas over you. When I could be spending time with you, I want to watch the football game. When the time, Lord, when 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 I when I could be spending time with you, I'm in the mall. Tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. Tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. These are all the things that we do. We on our phone. And that phone is, 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 is so addictive that you get on it. Once you get on it, you just stuck there. You stuck there. You, as you ran in uh, discerning the voice of God, that the first thing, you grab that phone before you grab anything. When you first thing you get out in the morning, the first thing you grab yeah. is that phone. Mm -hmm. See if you got a text message. See what's going mm -hmm. on in the world. <laughs> and it'll consume your time. That's it. And before you know it, now you're tired. And you're sleeping. And you're ready to go to bed. And then you throw out one of them little one-minute prayers to God. And expect God to watch over you and protect you. Mm -hmm. As you sleep. Mm -hmm. Church, we got to do better than that. So we, the first thing we got to do is stop, stop blaming others. Deal with our pride and commit to change. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Deal with what, because our, our, our pride, pride separates us from a lot of things in God. Amen. Amen. Oh, I ain't proud, but I'm just as old. Just let somebody cross you. <laughs> They mean to ask you to do something you don't want to do. Because he's all about who's saying it and who it's coming from. And so he's saying stop blaming others and deal with our pride and commit to change. We are not told what Martha's response was, but it would not have been easy for her to change. The easiest thing would, have, would be for her to break into tears at the Lord's rebuke to go off in, a, in the other room and feel sorry for herself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we get rebuked, that was an openly rebuke. Yeah, that was an open rebuke. Right there in front of the, 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 everybody that was in the room. Mm -hmm. Martha, Martha, you worry about too much. You worry about the wrong stuff. <laughs> Let apostle someone Tell you you worry about you you need to mind your own business. You worry about the wrong stuff. You need one, only one thing matter. Sometimes we get caught up in our feeling, and that's pride. That's pride. That's a form of pride. Yes, it is. See, God seeks one thing of us, and this is it. Write it down, Michael six and eight, and you can look at it later. Later, to do justly, do what's right. God expects Michael six, verse eight. God requires three things of us. And they say one of them is to do justice. Mm -hmm. To do what's right. Mm -hmm. And it's that. That's it. To love mercy. Mm -hmm. To show mercy towards one thing. Mm -hmm. 
one another. See, the, the story before Mary and Martha is the Good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. And there's two things going on. In, both of these two are doing something important that God wants, wants us to do. The Good Samaritan show love towards his neighbor. That's so God wants us to love our neighbor. And Mary showed love towards Jesus. Showed her love towards God by being there sitting at his feet. So there's two things going on right there. Love for our neighbor and love for God. Those are important things. And to love our neighbor, we gotta be merciful. Because we gotta look beyond their faults, just like God did. And we got to see their need for Christ. We got to go beyond that smell of alcohol, of drugs, or whatever. Whatever we see them doing, we got to look beyond that and see their need for Christ. Because if we don't, if we can't get past that, we can't show them the love that God showed towards us when we was in our sin. And we, make, we have to make them understand that, look, Christ died for the, the situation, the position that you are in. For this call, Christ came in the world yes. to die for you. Mm -hmm. God loved you so much that he demonstrated his love that while we was yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes. To love mercy. Mm -hmm. The third thing is to walk humble with thy God. Mm -hmm. That's the challenge. Mm -hmm. That's three challenges right there. Mm -hmm. To do justly, justly to love mercy, to walk humble with our God. Fourth thing I added to it, God wants us to confirm our life to his will. Mm. That's important. To conform our life into his will. That's it. That may, your prayer must be, God, align my thoughts and my heart with your will. <coughs> Align me with your will. Not my, my will, because my will won't get me nowhere. Mm -mm, no. My way won't get me nowhere. It hadn't got me nowhere to this point. All it did is bring me a bunch of heartaches and troubles. That's it. Disappointments and letdowns. When I deal with my way. So align me up with what you have in store for me. <coughs> That's why when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he said, look, if you're going to follow me, you got to first deny yourself. You got to get rid of yourself. The goals that you set for yourself. That's it. What's priority in your life? Mm, Jesus. Because if you can't do that, you can't follow me. You can't be my disciple. Mm -hmm. You can't follow me. Yes. And we and we at we that's what that was the problem with Martha. She was concerned about hospitality when she should have been concerned about Jesus is at my house. Let me take advantage because if you read on in the story, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to die. Mm -hmm. He was on his way. Yes, he was. To die. Yep. And I'm sure Mary heard that him tell his disciples that, you know, when I go to Jerusalem, I'm going to die. I must die. And so Mary wanted to get all she could out of him before he died. Not knowing that he's coming back again. He's not coming, that he's coming back again. 
The easiest thing would be for her to break in tears and at the Lord's rebuke to go off in the other room and feel sorry for herself. Because no one understood how hard she tried to put on a good meal. In order to change Martha, in order to change, Martha had to stop blaming the Lord for not caring. Stop blaming Mary for not helping. And sit down with a teachable heart and listen to what the Lord was teaching. See that? That's it, a teachable spirit. That's good right there. That's good right there. When I read that, that's it. Oh, I got to share this with you. Sit down with a teachable spirit so we can learn a teachable heart, teachable mindset, so you can learn. Because you can hear what God is saying. When we pick up our Bible and spend time with God, we need to sit down. Our minds need to be clear from all that other stuff. That's what Jesus was trying to say. You, you can't hear me when you're worried about other things. <laughs> when you can't hear me when you're concerned about other things. Put all that stuff away. It says, I, that, that's just good. I got to read it again. In order to change, Martha had to stop blaming the Lord for not caring. <laughs> when we going through, sometimes we say, Lord, you just don't care about me. <laughs> some of the things we encounter, some of the things are said to us. God, you allow this to be said to me. You allow this to happen to me. God, you just don't care. Stop blaming God. God know what he's doing. And then had to stop blaming Mary for not helping. And to sit down with a teachable heart and listen to what the Lord was teaching without worrying about the roast in the kitchen. She <laughs> 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 ain't worried about that roast. She ain't worried about the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Lord, if Mary don't help me, the rose gonna burn up. <laughs> it says, I hope Martha did that, but it wouldn't have been easy. If you are if you are Martha and you want to become Mary, you got to stop blaming others for why you don't spend consistent time alone with the Lord. Amen. You got to stop blaming other people and other things. It's, it, it all, the finger always point back to you because you can make time to do it. You make time to do everything else. And we have more time than we, 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 have, we think that we have on our hands. Because everything, those things ain't important. When we start sitting down and taking time and spending time with the Lord, said those things become unimportant. It says, stop blaming others for why you don't spend consistent time alone with the Lord. It's not your, your mate fault, your kids fault, your boss fault, or your roommate fault. It's not your impersonal schedule fault. It's your fault. You got to humble yourself by confessing your sins to God. Look at it. 
It ain't nobody's fault. When you when you confess your sins, you humble yourself and confess your sins to God. He's faithful and just to forgive you. Because mm -hmm. see, what did God wait on you to come clean? Yeah. I can free up that space in your mind, them thoughts and all them words, but you got to come clean there. It ain't nobody's fault but yours. Because you allow these things to work. The live rent free in your mind. Mm -hmm. If somebody's going to live in my mind, they're going to pay. I'm getting somebody to deal. Because I'm not letting no one live in my mind rent-free. Because there's too many other things I could be concerned about. Because there's too many other things I can be looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. Tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. It says for confess, by confessing your sins to God, and you will got to put in your schedule when you're going to spend time with him. If you struggle with finding the time, I would suggest listening to <laughs> I would suggest for starters that you locate the power button on your rem TV remote. That's a lot that's a lot of our, all a lot of our problems. Locate the Power, this is what he's saying. Locate the power button on your TV remote. And, and use it. In other words, turn it off. We got to, going into 2019, we got to look at things different, church. We got to go about things different. We got to go about our spiritual, our spiritual life. See, all this stuff that we be concerned and all concerned about, it's going to be here and be consumed. Mm -hmm. All we should be looking and worrying about is when Jesus is going to return. And that we be ready. That, that should be our only concern. That should be our only worry. That I be right and when he's going to return. All these other things don't matter anymore. Shouldn't matter in our lives. No, they're nice to have and God wants us to have them. But he don't want them to become our God. He don't want those things to possess us. And, and, and our phones, our cars, and our jobs, and everything has become, has possessed us. And it made us a martyr. That when we can't find our phone, we upset with everybody. When you put, you misplaced it. I didn't have your phone, you had your phone. We got to have it. Those things are good to have. They're good, especially when you got kids and, and, and you got families and stuff. You can stay connected. But don't make those things your God. You don't have to have the best. I tell you what, all of them do the same. That's what I, that's what I say. We got to have the best technology. We got to have the best. We got to have the finest God. And ain't nothing wrong with it. That's good. If God bless you with it, then more power to you. But don't let that become your God and who you are. Identify who you are. Yes, that's it. Because God don't identify a person by stuff. No, he don't. No, he don't. Thank you. He, care, he could care about. He could care less about stuff. That's what it. your possessions and all that. Because what did he say? But where your treasure is, that's where your heart going to be. Where your heart going to be. That's it. And so, we as children of God, we, we, we can't let stuff start consume us. 
We gotta come like become like Mary. We need to find a place and find time to sit at Jesus' feet Amen. and hear what the dust said the Lord. Amen. This is the time that we're in. Because look, if they come take the Bible today, some of us will struggle with memory scriptures. Because we don't have no Bible time. There are places where they don't allow the Bible. They don't allow them to read the Bible. And people would would love to have a Bible to read what the Word of God said. Here we is. We can spend time doing it. It's all on our phones. It's everywhere we go. The Word of God. And we, we, we God people spend less time in it. Because the enemy has tricked us made things more important than everything. Because that's the way the world do. The world measures your success by what you drive, what you wear, and where you work at, and what kind of house you live in, and what school you graduated from, and who you related to. That's how the world measures you. God, God, people, we shouldn't be measured that way. Because the earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and everything that's in it is the Lord. And so if I'm a child of God, everything that's in the earth is mine too. That's it. So I don't need to worry about possessing it or having it, because if, it's, if that's in God's plan for me, he's going to give it to me. In due time. That's why he kept, tells us, don't be weary in our well-doing. Keep, keep well-doing can be praying and fasting and seeking God. Mm -hmm. they, they always want to associate with giving, but it's sometimes well-doing is spending time with God. Mm -hmm. Fasting and praying. Don't get weary in that, because you don't see no results right there. Mm -hmm. You very rarely see, because God don't operate on our time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's, his time. it's his time only. And if, if you don't see no result, keep doing what you're doing. Because God has a purpose and a plan. Yes, he does. For, for each and every one of us. So we truly thank the Lord for his word today. He said, let us, I, I, I'm going to encourage all to be like Mary. He said, listen to this here. Say, Martha was distracted from what should have been her highest priority, learning from Jesus. She was full of care and trouble about all the household chores that needed to be done and irritated with her sister Mary because it was the role of, the, of women to serve men in such a setting. Jesus indicated that Mary, Martha focus should be the same as her sister, discipleship. And Eternal commandment, yes. able, commandable choice that will never no, be taken away. Jesus was telling Martha, "This your choice should be the same as your sister. All our, all our goals and our, uh, for, for our success in what God has planned for us should be the same as Mary. To sit at his feet and learn what thus said the Lord. Yes. Yeah. So I thank the Lord today for his word. Amen. I thank God for what he's doing and what he's going to do. Yes. Yes. And I ask, I ask that y'all write these scriptures down and look at them later. Uh, 
2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17, 1 Peter 2 and 2. Uh, 2 Timothy 3, 15, 17 through 17. And 1 Peter 2 and 2. You can read that in your private time. And before I get stepped down, I got one more thing I need to do. Before I do it. 